1: It's time for BetQL
0: Daily with Joe Ostrowski, breaking down all the betting angles you need to put money in your wallet. Jordan, three ball corner, got it. He has now reached royalty in the annals of three point shooting in the uh, Jazz record. The Jazz come the other way. Up top Rudy, put it home and put this game away. The best record in the NBA. On the BetQL
2: Audio Network, Jazz won't stop covering eighteen and one and one ATS over their last twenty games. Uh, Welcome into BetQL Daily at BetQL Daily on. Twitter, Joe Ostrowski, and Ryan Horvat. We are live on 1430 in Denver and 931 HD3 in Los Angeles. Part of the BetQL Audio Network. Make sure you are subscribed to our podcast. Just search BetQL Daily on the podcatcher of your choice. Let's go out to Las Vegas and bring in our friend Chuck Esposito. He's the Race and Sportsbook Director for Station Casinos. And Chuck, now that uh, the football season is behind us, uh, let's start here. I'm wondering. What are betters doing now? Are you noticing some that are stepping away, or is the the focus going to NBA, college hoops, NHL? Kind of in that order, Uh, what are the most popular sports? And once we get to the winter sports, have you noticed any changes uh, with betters' habits over the last
0: couple of years? Uh, First, it's good to be on with you guys, as always. Um, There's really no rest. I mean, now it's that, you know, the way the sports kind of, overlap and and blend with each other uh granted it it slows down just a bit when uh pro football ends but it shifts at that point you see a a much bigger shift on the nba and and nhl and college hoops we just had the daytona 500 on sunday which generated a lot of action we're a couple weeks away from the las vegas nascar race which outside of daytona is the biggest race on the circuit and guests are out there at the track, and they're betting on their SDN mobile device. So it's uh, it's pretty cool for us. And, again, there's really no rest. And and baseball's not that far away either, guys.
1: Yeah, Chuck, when do you start seeing some money roll in on these Major League Baseball win totals and, you know, the outrights? When does that start to come in? Because especially right now, there's so much going on. I mean, we got the Masters coming up as well. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. We'll start to see a little bit on baseball, and it'll take probably another couple of weeks. We know pitchers and catchers are, are just reporting, but um, there's just a little bit of uncertainty with baseball. But I think overall, you're still going to see a lot of interest. You know, the one great thing about baseball is that you know, for our time, for uh, Pacific Standard Time, you've got games that are starting usually this time of year at, at 10 a.m. And you've got baseball throughout the course of the day with everything else going on. So it's really a win-win for us. I mean, it's great when the guests come in and enjoy everything we have to offer. But, you know, with the, uh, with the SDN mobile device, they can play off their mobile or uh, anywhere they want with the SDN mobile app, I should say. They can play anywhere. So it really does benefit the, the guests uh, if they can't get here to be able to play on their mobile app.
2: Chuck, uh, on Monday night, we find out, Okay, Embiid's out for the game. A lot of people are looking forward to Utah, Philadelphia. It goes from six and it closes at eight and a half. Uh, Is the NBA tough, the toughest uh, to keep up to speed on or is it college basketball with all these cancellations every single day?
0: No, the cancellations are are easier, guys, because it just becomes basically a, a refund at that point. But, yes, over the last couple of years, uh, nothing compares to the NBA. You, it's just, you know, you're, there's so much uncertainty where you get information about, a, you know, a maintenance or a rest day. Um, we're in an information era, and as tuned in as we are to everything we possibly can be, the guests on the other side of the counter are as well. So there's a lot bigger adjustments. We're taking games down maybe for a, a short period of time and, and reassessing. Um, there, there's times you hear a player's in, then he's out, then he's back in again. So it does make it extremely difficult from our side. And that's why you see some of those big line swings or adjustments um, you know, throughout the course of the week.
1: Chuck, uh, sticking with the NBA, the Jazz are on an absolute tear right now. They're eighteen and one against the spread, eighteen one and one the, against the spread in their last twenty games. Have you been seeing a lot of money come in on the Utah Jazz as far as just game by game, and then futures as well? You know, we've seen them fourteen to one. There's still some really good odds out there on the Jazz to win the finals.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You stole a little bit of my thunder. That's what I was going to mention with the Jazz. It's not only are they so good offensively and defensively on an eight-game winning streak, uh, won so many of the 17 of the last 18. But, I mean, you think about a team that is hitting at over a 72% against the number. I think the next closest team is Phoenix. That's around 61 or 62. So uh, the betters have backed them. They're not as popular for whatever reason as some of the other teams. You still have teams ahead of them uh, as far as the future book goes, as far as the Lakers and and the Clippers and the Nets. Uh, But they're right in that category right now. And for me, um prior to the injury to Davis, I had them number two in my power rating behind the Lakers. I think right now I might shift them to number one, just not knowing exactly, you know, what's gonna happen with Davis. I know he's out for for two to three weeks, but you know, we seen we've seen this before with these Achilles injuries. If the player comes back too early or what could ultimately happen. So you have to think now with that with that Davis situation, a major question mark for the Lakers. It really does open up a lot for the jazz, and they're just playing unbelievably right now. And the betters are backing them, road or at home.
2: This is Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on BetQL Daily, as part of the BetQL Audio Network. Our guest Chuck Esposito, racing sports book director for Station Casinos. Uh, Chuck, do you look at the number with the jazz on a night-to-night basis and, and think it's a big sh- it's a bit short that we need to keep climbing or Um, so some of these performances like, oh, I don't know, Jordan Clarkson coming off the bench and putting up 40 last night. That's not going to keep happening.
0: I wouldn't think so, but you do see, you know, adjustments and some lines inflated, um, based on the way teams are playing in all sports and the way that they're bet. We're still hopeful that we can put up the, the best two-way number guys, but sometimes that number has to be a little bit adjusted or inflated to get to the best two-way number.
1: And Chuck, obviously, you know, the Utah Jazz, they're on a tear right now, but another popular team I would assume would be the Brooklyn Nets. Right now they're without Kevin Durant, but they've decided now James Harden's going to be the point guard. Kyrie's going to play off the ball. His assist numbers are through the roof. Where else are you seeing value, you know, outside of the Utah Jazz as far as the NBA market? Is there money coming in on Brooklyn now with the, obviously, you know, as they go and pick up James Harden?
0: Yeah. I mean, as soon as, you know, we kind of had that come out and even before then going into the season, Brooklyn was a, was kind of a hot team. I mean, they were, you know, a team that everybody kind of backed and looked at and felt there was some value, um, you know, with them. I mean, they were, I think the fifth or sixth team on our future book board. Of course, we've touched on the jazz. You've seen a major drop. Um, in the Seventy Sixers, who you could have gotten probably at probably around thirty to one or higher before the season started, and you've seen a huge drop there. So probably the two biggest value teams, guys, are probably the the Jazz and Sixers. If you're looking for the two teams in each conference who had extremely high numbers before the season started, and right now betters are kind of smiling if they have tickets on one of those two teams. Uh,
2: is, is there one team? that uh, you have some uh, liability in the NBA and and you hope they don't win the championship?
0: You know, there's still so much time left that when it comes to the future book, we're able to kind of move things around and, and, and get off some of that stuff. There's nothing really bad right now, but I will tell you they did back the Nets a lot. Um, early in the season guys and leading up to the start of the season so we saw considerable money on the nets we did on the heat a little bit too as a value kind of pick early on but as we've seen you know they haven't been really a, a factor so far at um at it's a, a few games below 500. Learn more at marines.com.
1: Moving over to college hoops, where do you see the money going for college basketball futures? Obviously Gonzaga and Baylor are so much better than the rest of the competition.
0: Yep. They were, you know, they were two and three guys on our big board, you know, going into the season. So not a surprise there. I think what is a surprise is, you know, the blue Bloods. When you look at a team like Kansas, who was around 15 to one, and now they're upwards of 60 to one and Duke, who just lost another player. I mean, Duke might not make the tourney this year. And I mean, they were 16 to one, they were in the top 10. They're now 125 to one and Kentucky's over 250 to one. So a lot of change there from some of these teams that were really popular. Um, Ohio state opened the season at 50 to one, tremendous value on them. Michigan at 60 to one, tremendous value on them. And Texas too, 70 to one. You've seen that number drop. Same with Bama. So those are kind of the four value teams that, that there is some liability on, and we've seen the betters back throughout the course of the year.
2: Chuck, if I gave you uh, Gonzaga, Baylor, or the field, which would you take?
0: I would take Gonzaga, Baylor, buddy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so it's that much. So we're not going to
0: get. I think this, yeah, yeah. This is the year. You know, anything can happen. Of course, I just, I just look at those two schools and the fact that you've got some of these, you know, main. Main players in the past, uh, uh, Virginia, Kansas, Whiskey, Duke, Kentucky, um, even Nova, that, that just don't seem to be as, as good as they were. And it's a, it's a great spot, I think, especially for Gonzaga. They just look so good, but I wouldn't rule Baylor out. But I do like those two teams to be in the championship. I know it's hard to say when they're both kind of the two favorites, but uh, they, they look to be on somewhat of a collision course.
1: What have been your biggest takeaways uh, as far as the NHL so far in the betting market? Anything that you like tonight or what have you noticed so far?
0: Yeah, I think when it comes to the NHL, I mean, it's so much more popular out here, guys, now than it was, say, four or five years ago. And that's all because of the the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, The fact that the Knights have been so successful and, you know, one of the best teams in the league right now. They've got a big series coming up with the Avalanche. Um, But on a nightly basis, we have definitely seen an uptick in in handle. And it's all really because of the nights where we're putting up period lines and reverse puck lines and the, the salami about how many goals are scored that night. And, uh, you know, people ask now to put the Golden Knights on the big screen with audio, which five years ago, that never would have happened, that you would have had a hockey game as kind of the focal point of a nightly uh, event in the book. But bettors are much more educated now, and they're betting not just on the Knights, but kind of across the board, but that is because of the Knights, and they've become much more educated. It's, it's way more popular out here than it ever has been in the past.
2: Uh, with Chuck Esposito of Station Casinos, this is Joe Ostrowski, Brian Horvath on BetQL Daily. Uh, so y- you mentioned it's going to be one of the favorites in college basketball, but what's the outlook for the NHL right now? Is this thing wide open? How, uh, how deep of a list can we go for uh, potential
0: champions? Yeah, I think you can. I think the, the way the new format is where you've got um, the top four from each division move on guys, I think it's paramount, especially with some of these divisions that are really loaded at the top. That, uh, And I'll use the West for an example quickly. I mean, with Vegas, St. Louis, and, and Colorado, the team that finishes one is going to be playing the team that's fourth, and that could be the Ducks or, or the Coyotes or somebody else could sneak in. But that 2-3 matchup becomes a much tougher matchup than to win and then have to play say, a team like Vegas, and when you look at a lot of these divisions right now, it's kind of interesting the way it it shakes out. Um, You know, Toronto's played really well. Uh, You look at how well the Lightning have played. We talked about uh, Vegas, and then uh, Philadelphia and Boston um, in the East. It's still early, and a lot of teams haven't played the same amount of games, and I'll even touch on probably, for me, the biggest uh, surprise in the league, and that's coming out of the Central, and that's uh, the Blackhawks, who, you know, have played so well after getting off to that you know, just horrendous start. Um, they're a young team that has played really well, and that's without uh, Kirby Doc and and without Jonathan Tays and Nylander and, and Murphy right now. They have played really, really well. They're kind of my biggest surprise right now in the league. Uh, Chuck,
2: I wanted to follow up on baseball real quick. I know you're a big baseball fan here. So uh, what's the thinking with baseball? Uh, they're going to be showing up at camp over the next couple of days, in Florida and Arizona, and I noticed some of the legal books here in Illinois have posted some of the award stuff, the the Cy Young uh, MVP stuff like that, but they have not posted win totals. And I, I've only seen I think one spot that that has win totals up right now. Uh what's your thinking at station casinos there?
0: Yeah, yeah, we're a little bit holding off on the wind totals, guys. Um and I do think you're still going to see. A little bit more movement amongst teams i mean it seems like it's even ratcheting up a bit right now and um so but we we will put them up but you, you won't have the length of time that you normally did um to bet on them there'll be some disclaimers on the board that you know teams must play a certain amount of games for those mm-hmm. to have action um but you know once baseball rolls around it's good for us again because you've got so many games that start early in the morning and throughout the course of the day and going to be fun out west with the Padres and Dodgers too it seems like every time one team says check the other team says check make makes another move so it's uh, pretty interesting the way it's kind of unfolding where the Padres are are kind of all in which it could be strange in a year with with no fans and and the amount of money that they're spending but both those two teams look awfully good out west now guys
2: uh, you, you'd hate to be on the right side, have a bet, sit there for five months, and then they don't get enough games in at the very end. So oh, it's it's no action. Are, are there any books out there going by win
0: percentage, Chuck? We haven't approached it yet, and I haven't heard of anything out here yet, guys, with that. Um, it's, it's usually always been, uh, you know, the certain win total that's up. So I think it'll probably stay with that. And again, there's going to be a, some major disclaimers on, you know, all the sheets and the boards and, and the app to, to help educate the guests and let them know, but that's been the case in all sports. So, uh, so yeah. far we've been fairly lucky uh, with the way that it's all kind of shook out and hopefully that'll be the case with baseball as well. I think these, these leagues really want to do their best to, to make it as, as level and an even of a playing field as possible and make sure all these teams play the same amount of games. It's just, it would be so hard with win percentage because you don't know, you know the games that you missed could have been against lower tier teams or much better teams which would affect what your overall percentage would be so my hope is that they do get the same amount of games in across the board
2: chuck esposito racing sportsbook director for station casinos always appreciate the time chuck
0: all right guys enjoy the games this week and i'll talk to you soon
2: Chuck Esposito. Uh Ryan, do you bet a lot of MLB win totals? I love to talk about them. I love to bet on various futures, but I don't bet a ton of MLB win totals. Do you? I used
1: to play like two to three and then a future. That's about it.
2: Yeah. Don't yeah. don't get too crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But well, gotcha. especially this year, man. I have no
1: idea what the season's gonna look like.